Hey, welcome to the Thriving Minds Podcast with your host, Walter Parada, where we strive to provide you with empowering talks so you can live to thrive. And today, we'll be talking about understanding that fear is part of the process and finding ways so it could work to your advantage. So we all have fears that affect us differently on how we handle ourselves and whether we choose to face them or not. Even animals have fears. So these fears serve as warning signals of the dangers that are present to what is considered valuable to whoever is experiencing it. Threats to things that are viewed as valuable such as life, health, or wealth can trigger the brain into reacting immediately. It wants you to preserve and protect what you have and this might be expressed in the form of the fight or flight response. For some, they can naturally face their fears as they see it as an opportunity to overcome a challenge that they're facing. The ability to to get better at something that brings them excitement from the rush that they experience. And this could be, you know, a, a mother protecting her young from what she might deem as a threat. Or if you see somebody breaking into your car, the reaction of confronting them and being ready to defend what is yours. So this typically is the fight response. But for others, it can be difficult to face their fears as the threat of what they're experiencing can be too much for them to handle. It can cause panic and the urge to flee or it can cause paralysis where it just freezes you from doing anything. Just know that when this happens, you shouldn't feel bad about yourself, that this is just a natural reaction. It doesn't make you any less brave or more cowardly because of it. And you can actually work to overcome your fears when you're ready to do so. It just takes some time to condition your mind to override that urge to react in that type of manner. And it's understandable to want to avoid danger because even the fight response can have a a negative impact on your well-being or the things that you hold valuable. So if you confront that person breaking into your car, there's a real possibility You can get harmed by that person. And in this case, your overall safety becomes more valuable than, you know, the material things such as your car or whatever is in there. The things that you fear can come from the experiences that you had that did not go well or they can be naturally ingrained into you. So being afraid of heights can come from either one of the scenarios where maybe you might have fallen out of a tree or the roof. So you'll be more inclined to avoid heights. But this can also be naturally embedded into you even without falling. And if we remember, the negative things that we all experience provide a much stronger sensation to remind us of the things that cause us pain. So we can be more aware and possibly avoid them when they come about. It is just a brain doing its job of trying to keep you safe. And would rather remind you experiencing that sharp emotional pain of fear than actually having to experience that hurt that might cause you. But many fears can also be learned from the people that surround us displaying certain reactions to certain things. So this could be one of your parents being fearful of hospitals because they might have had an unpleasant experience and this can make you think that, hospitals that are something that you should be fearful of and this comes from the trust that we put in the people who protect us and have an admiration for so if they're fearful of it 
it means you should be too. Once you decide to overcome your fears, first you got to understand what they are and why they occur. When you know what you're up against, you can come up with your own strategic plan on how to go about it. Now, if you're telling yourself, I don't fear anything, well, this might not serve you well, but we all have some sort of fear that can limit us. There's no need to try to prove how strong or tough you are to others or even to yourself. We all have our strengths and we all have our weaknesses, and we shouldn't be ashamed of what we're lacking or coming up short in. Don't try to lie to yourself and suppress the things that you might be fearful of because when you do, you leave yourself exposed to not handling it well when it does arise. And this can shake your confidence within yourself quite a bit to the point where you might be questioning other things that you do well. When you're able to admit your fears, you become stronger in the things that make you uncomfortable. Generally, we all have a tendency when, when things get uncomfortable that we stop doing whatever it is that's bringing us that discomfort. This is why it can be hard to push past our limits. And there's actually many fears that go beyond just the more obvious ones such as fear of rejection or, or fear of failure. These types of fears are pretty straightforward because it has ability to damage the confidence within ourselves. But success can be something you might be fearful of because of all the things that comes with it. Maybe it means more responsibility, more work, more pressure... Or it could be the fear of commitment, knowing that others are dependent on you and you're not free to do whatever it is you want. It might feel like you're being restricted. When you come to understand your fears, it can help gain some distance to see from a different perspective. Many times in the heat of battle, you're doing whatever it takes to survive and get by that sometimes you're not able to see another way to handle your fears. With more distance you give yourself, you can start to see the bigger picture than just the moment you're in. Ask yourself, how fear is going to affect your overall life? If you give in to fear, will it improve the quality of what you're going through? Or will it limit what you can do in your life? Would the drawbacks of facing your fears be greater than the reward you can get if you overcame them? Answering these types of questions can reframe your thinking to better understand your fears. For some, it can be seen as a starting point or a stopping point. Will you stop whatever it is you're doing when fear strikes you? Or is that your starting point for something much greater? Sometimes you have to go through the pain to reap the rewards on the other side of it. What you gain from these opportunities is greater confidence, resiliency, and grit that's just going to serve you well going forward. The more you can face your fears, the more you dictate how well you live your life. I know for me, one of the things I fear is not being prepared at whatever it is I'm doing. So coming up short of not reaching a certain goal or making mistakes along the way, those things I'm not fearful of. But if I come up short because I was not prepared enough, then this is something that can really strike fear into me. I really started to notice this when I took a public speaking course. Initially, I thought I feared public speaking because of what others might think of me. But as the course progressed, what I found out was the more prepared I was, the more confident I became in speaking in front of others. And there was this one particular exercise where we all individually had to give a class presentation 
on a random topic for five minutes. And the topic was given to each student right before they actually gave their speech. So when it came time for my turn, my thoughts, I could not express them very well to the class, which would make me stutter and become hesitant, second-guessing myself, because I didn't have the time to think things through of what I really wanted to say. And then shortly after the exercise, it started to come to me what I really wanted to say. And then I started to realize that being underprepared makes me timid and makes me feel overwhelmed by the things I didn't do. It makes me feel like I missed out on an opportunity that, you know, hits hits my confidence. And almost telling myself, you should have known better, you should have done better. But because of this, I recognize that I just need to be better prepared at whatever it is I do. It eases my nerves that when I feel the most prepared, the outcome almost becomes irrelevant. Eventually, I just told myself, you know what, I'm going to have to just try new things and get comfortable with that, that feeling of not being properly prepared. So I would just try things on the fly to get me used to performing when underprepared. This gets me to experience the sense of uneasiness and more opportunity to get better at responding when I don't feel at my best. It exposes me so I can realize it's not that big of a deal if I fall short. I even tried a few dance classes just to get me to pick up things quickly. It, di it didn't go very well, but it served me well knowing that I would just continuously go in unprepared and it kind of eroded away of that, that timidness that I'd feel of not being properly prepared. Once you can recognize what you fear, you can start to find ways to ease those fears where mentally the sensation becomes less strong. And one of those ways to take away that sharpness that you feel is to have a solution for the scenario of what you fear. So if you have the fear of failure because it makes you think you're not good enough, have a solution for when failure does occur. Maybe the solution is to find out what you did wrong, where you came up short, how you can do better the next time, and the things that you did well. By identifying these things that could be improved on, that negativity that you would typically experience, you use it as a learning tool and recognizing the things you did well maintains and builds your confidence so you can try whatever it is again. So let's say you have a business idea that you think is good, but the fear of failure is preventing you from actually starting. So you can condition yourself to know that failure is inevitable and is actually a great teacher on how to get better. So you can begin to associate failure with lessons that you can take with you going forward to, to build a better business. To build yourself up. This can help ease the fear that you have. And that the lessons you take with you. You have the ability to pivot quickly. To keep that momentum going. Once you can start conditioning your mind to work for you. You can really start to leverage the strength that you have. Instead of being restricted by the self-doubt that creeps in from the survival mode. That our brain keeps us in. This is going to keep you in the mental state of possibilities. Instead of limitations. And since you know what you focus on is what you continuously working towards that eventually gets you there. So constantly being focused on the possibilities, you will continuously be making progress because you'll be searching for it.
if you actually think about negative things that you might tell yourself such as this can't be done, I can't do this, then you're only going to search for that information to validate it. So you might as well be focused on all the possibilities because what good does it do you to put restrictions on yourself? You might save yourself from disappointment for a little while, but what does that get you? A little bit of comfort for a short period of time? When you remain in your comfort zone, you remain the same. But when you pursue things outside of that comfort zone, you start to grow and unlock your potential. Sometimes getting out of your comfort zone can also be fearful. But the more you're able to do it, the less fearful it becomes and the more acclimated you become to being in this state. Continuously focus on what's possible. Speak about what's possible and eventually your actions will follow and you create what you envision, overcoming the fear that you might experience along the way. So let's say you're fearful of swimming because you might drown and when you go to swim, the natural tendency is for your brain to bring up negative thoughts of how dangerous this is, that there's a possibility that you're going to drown. But as you go about to make that dive and swim, focus on all the things that can go right, such as just getting in the water and getting to the point where you can flow and lightly start swimming. With more of your focus and energy towards what you can do, the more you increase the probability of doing it. It's when that doubt creeps in that your concentration is thrown off that can spiral into a panic. And as you start to do this, you really have to put all of your effort into it. Simply going half in is just going to yield you half result. So be committed to whatever it is you're about to face. Think of facing your fears as a beast that you have to battle who's just ferocious and ready to pounce on you when you slip up. But you have to match that intensity and more. You almost have to go in there screaming, kicking down doors in a controlled way because you can't be timid and walking on eggshells if you expect to just defeat that beast. You got to be tenacious and willing to punch that beast over and over in the face until he can't handle no more because he's not going to wait around to see if you're ready. The slightest bit of hesitation needs to be expelled. It serves you no good as you're in the thick of it. I remember one time during football practice, I didn't know who to block and I ended up getting my head ripped off because I hesitated. Uh, I was looking around for what might come my way and my coach later tells me, hey, even if you don't know what your assignment is, just hit somebody because if you're not, you're going to get yourself really hurt. Then on the next play, I again forgot what my assignment was. Uh, but this time, the first person I saw, I just hit him. What ended up happening was the guy wasn't paying attention, so I hit him before he hit me. So this always stuck with me that even when I don't know what to do, I got to go at it 100 miles an hour. So when you face your fears, you got to be on the offensive. Hit that beast first before he hits you. It's okay to be nervous, but channel that energy to get you in that tenacious mode. And eventually... The moment will be over and sometimes what hurts us most is our ego more than anything else. You just got to tell yourself the pain that I might experience is only going to be temporary but the memories I have on how I handle myself will be long lasting. Will you be more satisfied avoiding your fears or confronting them? Pain is a bridge that gives you access to strength. The bruise or the broken bones that you feel 
has ability to recover, yet sometimes what is so fragile can be the mind if you're not actively finding ways to challenge it. There are certain experiences that are painfully strong mentally, and naturally you're going to want to avoid them. But give yourself the time to process it so you become more comfortable with it and chip away at that uneasy feeling that keeps you from avoiding it. So if you fail, no problem. You'll find a way to respond. If you embarrass yourself, so what? What people think of you will not dictate your actions. The less of a big deal you make it, the more manageable it becomes. Take away its power by rising up to the challenge. Many times, our heads make things bigger than what they actually are. If you ever found yourself surprised on how well you did something, it's because you might have thought that it wasn't something that you could have done. It just takes action to get going, to not overthink things and let it rip. So the first step is mentally preparing yourself of what you can do. Visualize yourself facing your fears. Actually create the scenario in your mind where you're walking through all the details of what you expect to see and to feel. The more detailed it is and having a predetermined response makes it more clear of what you expect from the situation and how you're going to handle yourself. The more mental reps you get of going over it will strengthen the muscle memory of how you envision it playing it out. It brings a level of familiarity that gives you a calm and confident sense of, of what you're going to accomplish. You can actually use your fears to your advantage. It can act as a motivator if you can properly harness it so it can work for you. What fear does is it raises your alertness to the things that you deem a threat. You can harness that energy through your focus. Think about when you take on something that's very uninteresting or boring. There's a tendency to maybe not put as much effort into it. Maybe not take it as seriously and this might yield you you know, subpar results. But when that fear is invoked in you, it gets your senses heightened so you become aware of the dangers. When this starts to happen, tell yourself, this is the time to properly focus so I can divert all of my energy into what I'm about to do. In a very heightened state, you're more prone to do things the right way and will put all of your effort into it. This makes you pay attention to all the little things that makes a difference in producing superior results. It's amazing what you can get done when you have that burst of urgency that is very similar to the feeling of fear. Fear can cause you to be urgent, urgent to flee or urgent to fight. It might help to associate fear with urgency, something that needs to get done, not to be in a rush, but act swiftly and precisely. This is really just channeling that excess energy that you've produced into a strategic plan of action. You still probably experience increased heart rate and heavy breathing, but you're transforming how you view what you're experiencing to better you. Just use that as a reminder to tell yourself, time to focus and dial in. One of the things that can help you keep calm when fear starts to take over is to do some breathing exercises where you're inhaling profusely. You know, you hold it in for about two seconds and releasing strongly. Do this repeatedly to calm the nerves, which can help you operate in a smoother manner. The feeling you get when you're experiencing fear is that strong sense of needing to react immediately. And this is going to help tone that down to reduce the panic. And make this a habit of your everyday life. Think about those things that you fear because you're getting mental reps. 
and you're conditioning yourself to get acclimated to it. This takes away when the moment does arise that it doesn't seem too overwhelming. Try it with your eyes closed to better visualize overcoming it in the future. What also might help you is doing some sort of exercise to get your blood flowing as this is going to help calm you down. But as you're exercising, make sure to think about those things that you fear as this will simulate that strong feeling that you've, you've experienced before. Doing this together gets your mind wrapped around facing and overcoming your fears. The exercise is going to help you chip away at what might seem scary to just make it more manageable. This is going to get you to associate moving in the face of fear as opposed to just freezing. Since you know that exercise makes you feel well mentally and physically, it eases some of your, your nerves. Intense workouts are, are a great way to really shed some of that, that high energy and nervousness that you might be experiencing. The more draining the exercise is, the less focused you are on what you fear because now you're too tired to remember. You'll be too busy catching your breath and having your body recover. The more out of breath you become, the more acclimated you become to heavy breathing that is not going to seem as bothersome when your breathing accelerates during periods when you experience fear. You might even dread the workouts more than anything else. So exercises like sprinting up a steep hill repeatedly, CrossFit workouts, or even uh, boot camp workouts can just melt away at what you thought you feared. The harder the workouts, the less intimidating your fears become. It's knowing that you've been through tough situations that prepare you to handle what's unsettling. This programs your mind and body to work together to remain calm and effectively perform well. Just like a well-conditioned athlete, the preparation is what makes it possible to handle the high-pressure situations. Those repeated intense exercises allows them to merely do what they've been conditioned for. In whatever you choose to do in your life, fear will be present, but you got to find a way to overcome it and not let it dictate how you live because when you do, you become constrained. This is going to be the difference from just having dreams to actually pursuing them and making them a reality. What stops many people from actually living how they truly want is all of the things that can go wrong. So right from the start, their focus is limited to it actually not working out. But you can break free from this type of thinking by simply choosing to face your fears and eventually overcoming them. Just know as you go about it, you will take some cracks along the way and it will be painful. And in these times, just gather yourself and regroup. But don't let it sway you from what you actually want to get done. In these moments, you got to dig down deep within yourself and find a way to push forward even in the midst of feeling shaken. Understanding fear is part of the process will help you better handle those big ambitious things that you want to pursue. And fear is really just being able to absorb that shock factor. The things that can cause you to become dazed and confused is really what rattles many people. So you got to prepare yourself to be able to absorb that shock at, as it comes. If you ever had the wind knocked out of you, it's the same concept where you're desperately trying to grasp for air. And as this happens, it can feel overwhelming. This might even throw you into panic mode. And after you've had the wind knocked out of you a few times, you become more accustomed to understanding that's the shock factor kicking in. Once you can weather that storm, 
the fear that you had eventually wears off where it doesn't become as daunting. So be loose and nimble because you're more resilient than what you think. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. If you're interested in more about topics like this, please join thrivingminds.live. All right, until next time. Thank you.